Hey everybody, Nina here of She Knows SEO, and we are going to be creating an automation in Zapier. This is one of the automations I've been doing with AI that basically repurposes a new blog post and takes it to write a really quick Facebook post. And I'm talking like five words long Facebook post, which sounds really easy, and I totally understand that it kind of is. But if you're trying to publish three a day or something like Niche Site Lady is doing, and I mean, we all want to be her, let's be real, <laughs> then you're going to spend a lot of time on this or a lot of money hiring someone to do it. So instead, we can automate this and have it run whenever we have a new post up. So the basic way we do this is with this structure here. Now, don't worry if you've never used Zapier before, I'm going to show you exactly how to set it up. I really wanted to try to like give out a template of this, but Zapier decided we're not going to allow you to do that because every time I've tried that template has broken. So instead we're going to learn how to do it together. So to start, you do need to have a paid zap plan for this because it is like a multi-level one. So if you have the free plan, it'll only let you do like the first two steps we're doing. So you're going to have to pay for this. Um, I don't remember all the pricing, but just pick a plan. Um, the lowest level plan will let you do this. So I'm going to quickly edit the zap just that way we can click into it. So the first thing you're going to do is select an RSS feed. Now it just names them different things, but it's just the RSS feed one. So it's going to have like a little button here that wants you to do something. But afterwards, when you need to add one, you're just going to hit add step and keep going. Obviously, I already have the steps. So the first one, we want an RSS feed that is going to pull from your blog's RSS feed. This is the best way I have found for it to pull um, new posts as they get published. Otherwise, there's some weirdness that happens with WordPress. And I found like Zapier and Make, neither one really wants to connect to WordPress. So you just put in your blog name slash feed slash. That's usually your RSS feed. Um, if we take it and pop it into another window, you can see what it looks like. It's a bunch of nonsense basically to us, but it makes sense to the feed. So if yours doesn't populate this, contact your blog host and ask them if they can find it for you. Basically every WordPress site I've ever seen, unless someone changed it manually, it's feed. So that should be easy. Now you don't need a username and password unless you have password protected your feed, which would be kind of weird. I don't know anyone who's done that. So we're just going to leave that alone. And then here we want different URL is what's going to trigger an action. So when it identifies a new piece of content in your blog's feed, it's going to then send something to you. You can then test this. So you can see I've done it a couple times. One of the new posts on my site is, uh, these are the best examples of travel blog niches in 2023. And it pulls all this information. We basically just need to make sure that the title is something that we understand so we can kind of track the rest going forward. And then you're just going to continue. Now, the next thing you need is the web parser. So web parser, it is built into Zapier. Um, the first three that we're using are all based in Zapier. So this is what it looks like over here. And then what we want is to parse a web page. That's the only option we have. <laughs> now we need to give it a URL for it to read. So we need that link from the past one. So anytime you click into this box, it's going to give you the option of anything like any of the steps ahead or I guess behind, I don't know, above, whatever, however you want to visualize this, the step preceding it. <laughs> so you can just click link and it's going to auto populate this. That way, 
every time it identifies that new link, it's going to change this out for you. So you don't have to worry about like writing in like she knows seo.co slash whatever the URL for this one was. I don't remember. I think it's travel blog examples. I don't know. But then it's only going to do it for that one URL ever. Nope. We want this to happen automatically every single time. So you just pop this in there and you're good to go. Now we want it in markdown format. If you do it in anything else, you're then going to have to add an extra text formatter that is going to convert it to markdown. Um, and we already have to do some text formatting. So let's save ourselves a step. So we do markdown. That is the language, um, basically that WordPress is based on like with headers and things like that. It kind of uses like a hashtag method. Um, you don't need to know more about that. So it's fine. Now I do not want it to continue on failure. So I put false. I do not want, if it can't figure out this link and convert it for it to publish random nonsense, that's not helpful. And now again, here you can run it so you can see all of the information it pulled and you can see it turns, um, bolded stuff into like the two asterisks. I'm going to see if I can find, I don't actually know where I have headers. Um, you can see it formats links. Yeah. I don't know which ones are headers, but it pulls all the information. That's what matters. We don't really, we don't really care about it to be honest. Next, we need formatter by Zapier. So you're going to pull up the formatter and we want a text event. So what we're looking for is it's trying to find text and then adjust it for us. Um, so then for our action, we want truncate. So most of us have um, some form of text ahead of the blog post because it's reading the whole page. And so that means it's reading our affiliate disclaimer. It's reading the um, like type, like your blog's name, your menu bar, all that stuff. We don't want it to write a like engaging clickbaity kind of thing about that. That wouldn't make any sense. It's not about our actual article. So what I did is when I was up here and I saw the content it gave me, I literally just copied this section and then I used a free plugin called word counter plus. It's just a Chrome extension. Um, I call everything a plugin I'm realizing, <laughs> but you can just take this and pop it into like Microsoft word or a Google doc. And what you want to do is figure out how many characters long is this? Because we want to ignore these characters. So that's going to be important. Now I figured out it was about 300 for me. So you can see here, I say, skip characters. We're skipping 300. That way we just do not care about that. Now over here, we have a max length of 1000, which seems really long. And if anyone has used uh, the open AI API, you're going to be like, Nina, you're wasting all my credits. No, 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 no. That's a thousand characters, not words. So it's just characters, not super long. Now for the input, I know I did this backwards guys, uh, for the input, we're going to put in that content that I was showing you before. So you can see if I hover over it, it actually shows you all of the piece of content that it pulled, um, up to a point. We don't need to like give, um, chat GPT every single word of this post. Usually your intro is enough to kind of help it figure out what the post is about. That way it can actually write a piece of content about the post for you. So. We're going to take content. We're going to skip that first nonsense, and then we're going to have it basically cut this down to only be a thousand characters long. Then we're going to continue. And that's all we're going to do. So you can see it gives us some output. It has taken away the stuff at the beginning, and it's just given us actual pieces of content here. Now, this is the important part. We're going to start using AI. 
So you need to have an OpenAI API account. It is not expensive at all, honestly, but you will be paying per credit. So that's why like before when I said, we need to be careful about how many words we're using, um, that's why. You just don't wanna spend a bunch of extra money for no reason. Um, unlike ChatGPT's model where it's just like 20 bucks a month, this is per usage, um, per like token you use essentially. So be a bit careful with that. I mean, if you're trying to run this a thousand times a day, that might be too much. I'm not sure. But I guess to me still, it's like if I compare that to paying a person to do it, um, it is still a lot cheaper. So the event that we want, there's a whole bunch here. You got to scroll down to send prompt. So we're going to send a prompt to ChatGPT, essentially. You're going to plug in your OpenAI account. And then this is where a lot of technical stuff happens. So just follow along with me, guys. It's not super, super complicated um, now that I can explain it to you. If you tried to do it yourself, it took me a long time at least. Maybe you're better at it than I am. So I did the text DaVinci 003 at Zapier's recommendation. And then I went, what do they know? So I tried a bunch of the other ones. No, it is the best. It genuinely is. They were right. <laughs> so used text DaVinci 003. Oops, that's not what I meant to do. Get out of the way. Uh, so we want model. And then that's going to show you the options for things that you can pull. And you can see there's a lot. So just like go to the text DaVinci. It's what you want. Then we're going to feed it a prompt. So this is a prompt that I've developed that works very, very well with ChatGPT for this purpose. And I'm going to call it ChatGPT because I think saying OpenAI is just like not as fun. Um, so we're going to go with it. So it's please create one short Facebook post style sentence for promoting a blog post about, and then that's where we're going to click. And we're going to go back to the very first new item in, in feed in RSS by Zapier. And we're going to pull the exact title. So I have tried this where I just pulled the title and I would say it does a decent job. Um, that being said, it really depends on the title. And sometimes when your title is built for something like Google discover or something, it's not as solid. Um, I also found when it was for like affiliate posts where it didn't fully understand, like if I just told it to write about like the best AI writers, it doesn't understand what the purpose was maybe, or like the technicalities of it or who my niche audience is. And it just kind of caused some problems. So for me to get the best output, I think it's worth it to add the other steps we had. Technically, you could probably do this um, and get decent results, not great results, um, just by just doing the title. Then we're gonna say the style should be engaging and descriptive to encourage clicks without using rhymes, colons, or hyphens. For example, and then I pull, put two, the put two examples in here for you guys. How did I come up with this prompt? I started doing this manually with ChatGPT. I guess not really manually, but like just me and ChatGPT for a while. And I, then I said, okay, we figured out the style. You understand this now. What prompt would I give you to create these outputs? And I actually used ChatGPT to create this prompt. And that is a great way. Once you figure out the right output for you and like what you want it to be creating and you guys have like worked on it together for a bit get it to tell you what you should tell it to do that it's kind of like with my dog i could say sit a thousand times and he's like what when he was a little puppy but once he was in the right position i was like okay this is sit how, how do we do this again and he was like just tell me to sit we're fine like, give me treats then cool same thing here we like chat gpt has an understanding of what it wants to do and how it does stuff so the best person to ask to be like, 
how are, how do I get the best out of you is to ask it. It's a, a question I ask now to anyone I hire is I say, how do you learn best? Like, what can I do to facilitate your learning? And I think that's really important to remember here with the AI. Then we say, here is the blog post, and then we're going to put the output from this last step. So we had the first step, then the last step, and then we're good to go. Now down here, I do not change anything. So it automatically comes with a temperature of 0.7, top P1, and I've changed them a bit and I never really found anything significantly changed. So I stopped adjusting them. I've tried adjusting the max length as well, that way it's not too long. I just found it kind of wasn't long anyway when I've tried it, so I just didn't feel it was super necessary. But if you're struggling with that, definitely set a maximum output length. And then it gives you the test of what it did. And then here you can see it gives you your output. Now that's an older output. I haven't refreshed it since, but um, whatever. We'll show you the real one at the end. So lastly, we're going to connect it anywhere we want this. Now I have this set for Facebook. You can replicate this for any social media. You can replicate this for Facebook posts and a group and Twitter if you want. Like if you have the same kind of way of speaking across all of them. Totally fine, totally doable. So we're going to connect your Facebook page um, and then we want to create a page post. So you're going to connect your account. You're going to select which page you want. That's important. Don't put it on the wrong page. Same if you're doing a group, be careful. And now what we're going to select is we're going to go into the open AI and we're going to scroll to the bottom and we're going to select response. And then we want to include the link URL. That way we're not just giving like a one sentence nothing and then nowhere for them to go. The whole point of this is to encourage them to click on the link. So we want to make sure we are including that link. And that link will have a preview with the image of the post. Um, so featured images do matter. And if you have featured images that maybe don't quite work for social, consider adding a social post in like Rank Math or Yoast or whatever your social plugin is. So here, if we test step, you'll be able to see, okay, here's the URL and, oops, don't know what I just did there to refresh. <laughs> I just did something weird. Uh, well, it had it a second ago, so I don't know what I've done. Um, but you did see that it had the URL and then that one sentence of um, like, what's the best travel blog niche in uh, 2023? And then that would encourage people to click on the post. Now, the important thing to remember is that this is not meant to be like replacing a full on social media manager. It never will. Um, an automated process like this that is running completely automatically is not going to be capable of that. What this is meant to do is just save you from having to hire like, I don't know, some random Upwork freelancer to try and do this for you. And then they're all terrible and you're upset. Like this is going to be kind of a mediocre output, to be honest with you. The reason I think it's a good idea to do this is because we do need to diversify traffic a little bit, but we're also just one person usually. So we don't have all the time in the world to do absolutely everything. So what we're going to do is outsource to the AI and Zapier. That way they're running this for us. And then wherever we start to see the best ROI, that's where we're going to really focus. Now for me, I see the best ROI from SEO and newsletters. So I put basically all of my time and attention into those. I do social media mostly for fun. And then for She Knows SEO, obviously I do more social media there. But for most of my sites, I don't have any social media. 
And because Google does want brands a lot of the time, especially post helpful content update, having a presence on socials is starting to matter more. Also, you might take off, you don't know, <laughs> like you might start to resonate. So I do think this is helpful and I think that it's not a very costly method of doing this. So if we're going to half-ass it, half-ass it for cheap prices in my opinion. So this is my complete uh, template for Zapier. If it ever lets me properly template it, I will give that out as well. But yeah, this is basically one of the ways that I've been using AI with Zapier. Um, some of the other ways are pretty cool. I mean, I've been using it to turn blog posts to newsletters, newsletters to blog posts automatically, um, all sorts of stuff. I've had it filtering my emails now. So if people send me a certain word in email, they get dropped into no man's land, um, mostly for spammy emails, to be honest. There's all sorts of different ways that you can use this. Um, I think it's a really fun use case for AI and automation. And I really do recommend everybody try to automate as much as they can. Um, automation, I think is better than hiring team members in many ways. Like I love my team. I have a great team on my site now, but equally AI doesn't really require management <laughs> in the same way. And for little tasks like this, like you just kind of don't need a team member to do that. So if you already have someone to do it, go for it. That's great. But if you're like me and socials are just not your focus, but you know that you should probably show up on one of them once in a while, this is a good idea. So I hope you had some fun learning Zapier with me. Um, I hope it behaves a little bit more. I don't know. It was like during that week that all tech was melting down. So I don't just blame Zapier. It was just a bad week, like in all tech basically. Um, and then I don't know what I've, I've probably broken the template somehow. So Maybe that'll get fixed, maybe not. But now you know my exact steps of setting this up. And as you can see, you can keep adding things to it. You can keep adjusting it. You can play with that prompt to be exactly what you want. If you have different specifications, change your specifications. It's totally fine. Um, I will drop that prompt in the description below this video so you can just copy and paste it. But that's my complete Zapier method. So I hope this really helped you. Um, and I hope that you are as excited as I am about all the possibilities of using AI inside of uh, Zapier or even Make. I will just say one last thing before I go. I tried the ChatGPT integration instead of the like open AI integration on both Make and um, on Zapier. It is bad. Use open AI. <laughs> I don't know like why it is so bad, but it is not good. So I really recommend using the open AI instead. You just set up an easy open AI API account. Um, it took me like no time at all. The longest thing was trying to find my credit card. Like that was the worst part of the process. And that's because I have ADHD and I don't know where anything is ever. So you're likely going to have an easier time of it. But the integration of setting it up inside of Zapier is very, very simple beyond that. So once you basically have a credit card on file so they can charge you down the line and you can set a maximum charge, don't worry, um, then you're sorted. Okay, I hope you had lots of fun with this. And yeah, please share any of your fun Zapier automations, whether or not they include AI. I am newer to Zapier. I've been using Make for a while. So I am always excited at like the new opportunities I find and the cool things that you can do with it. Okay, have an epic day and I'll see y'all soon. And if you want to learn any more about AI, I have other videos on my channel about AI. I also teach about AI at sheknowsseo.co slash everything, which has everything I sell. Um, and you can even find my AI infused blog post templates for effortless content creation because I really believe in automating literally everything. <laughs> so I created templates where you can 
inside of WordPress, write the AI optimized, like write the post with AI inside of a template. And that template is all pre-formatted. So you just got to drop in some photos and you're set. So you can find those at that link that I just shared, but it'll also be in the description. And yeah, have a lovely day, everybody. And I'll see you soon. Bye. As usual, I logged off a bit too early, so I forgot to show you guys what it looks like. So this is what we just published together. Um, it says, discover the best examples of travel blog niches in 2023. This is for the She Knows SEO Facebook page. It looks the same if you do it in a group, it'll just say your name, not the page name, like your actual, your name. <laughs> um, and then it has a link to the post, which it does show with a preview image. So even though we never saw an image on the back end, um, this is just like the way Facebook does it is it will pull a featured image. So this for me is the actual featured image of the post. I don't really change it for a social media image. Um, but when I create these images, I do it with Google discover, like this is an AI image. Um, so I do it with Google discover in mind with like social media in mind because most other people aren't seeing it. And then of course it'll also be on my site, but tends to be similar principles that work across the board. So this is what it'll look like um, to have your output. If you want changes to it, like if you do want it to say something different, if you want it to say something like check it out or click here, add that into the prompt and then you'll be set. So really it does take some playing around to figure out what exactly works for you, but this has worked well for me. And this is something that I've been doing on my travel sites that has been going decently well, I will say, don't have a huge following on the Facebook pages, but it does enough to just show that like, I'm here, I'm out there. Um, and for any of my sites with Facebook groups, especially the ones that like, I just don't really post in, uh, this is a way that I make sure that I am kind of posting, even though I'm not really paying attention. <laughs> so I hope you guys make use of this and I cannot wait to start seeing everybody on all the socials doing all the things. Okay, bye.